It's Donald Ware, host of From the Press Box to Press Row, the biggest names, our guests on Box to Row. Hey, everybody, what's going on? This is Anthony Anderson, international movie star and funny mother. And you're listening to From the Press Box to Press Row. That is the voice of Kevin Durant. Well, I'm just, you know, trying to get better every single day. And I enjoy playing with a great group of guys. Hey, this is Ronda Rousey. You know what this is. This is the one and only D-O-Double-G. Ice Cube has been our guest. Hey, man, thanks for letting me talk a little music, movies, and Sports, hey, my favorite three topics. Hey, say what's happening, man? It's CIP, man. Hi, this is Jill Scott. I'm talking about none other than Serena Williams. That was definitely one of the better matches I've ever played. I've had it just like that. You know, it's really focused. It's really, you know, excited. Missed any of these interviews? Then check us out online at www.botchtorow.com. That's from the press box to press row. Real, relevant, radio. It's the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Friday, June 26th. I'm Donald Ware. It's Friday! Thank you for tuning in to yesterday's HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Malik Hoskins is in his second season as the head football coach at Lincoln in Missouri. The Blue Tigers scheduled to open the season on September 12th at Fort Hayes as we're joined by Coach Hoskins here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. How are you, Coach Hoskins? Oh, man, how are you? Uh, I'm not bad. I, I, you know, just making it like everybody else. You know, what, the, what has this time sort of been like for you from a, you know, getting with your players, et cetera, as it relates to this COVID-19 pandemic? I think like everybody else, it's, it's been it's been tough. Um, it's been a learning experience. Uh, you know, just like uh, I'm not the only one that this is a, a first-time experience. So uh, just trying to deal with it the, the best way we can. And with our kids, um, you know, we've got a pretty good group of kids. So, uh, able to meet with them at least twice a week uh, and, and just talk about scheme and just talk about uh, the do's and don'ts and workouts and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, for me, I, I'm not I'm not tech savvy. So I, I've learned to, I've had to learn to be uh, better when it comes to dealing with computers and, and Zoom and stuff like that. So uh, it's, it's been a learning process, but it's been very advantageous for us. Yeah. Last season had to be tough. Your first. But you'd been with the program for many years. As the offensive coordinator, your thoughts on 2019? Um, you know what? If you look at the record, uh, you know, it's it, one in ten. And, you know, the naked eye would say, man, they, they are horrible. But, you know, going to the MIAA, which is arguably the Division Two football, uh, I think we played well in spots. You know, we just don't have – the players that we need in order to compete in that conference. Well, at least we did in, in 19. So, you know, we played very well in the first half of every game with the exception of uh, the Central Missouri game. It's just, uh, you know, you get to the mid-third quarter, those extra scholarships that the other institutions have, they start to show up. Um, but very, very proud of how our kids fought um, and just how they responded to the, the competition level. Uh, just hoping to build on that this year. You know, one of the guys that didn't sh- struggle for you necessarily was Hosea Franklin. 
running back, what, uh, 1,359 yards, average six, point, uh, six yards per carry, had five touchdowns on the season. Speak to him, and does he, I don't know if he, what his classification is, does he come back in 2020? Yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll be back. Actually, Hosea on the field was just a sophomore. Um, so, so he'll come back with uh, two years of eligibility left. And you're, you're right, he was the big spot. You know, without him, we have no offense. Uh, he was unanimous first team, all-conference. He was unanimous first team, uh, all-region, and got some All-American um, votes. So he, he's, he's a kid. He's a very mentorable kid. He's a very smart kid. Uh, he comes from a great family. And he, he, he's, he's so coachable and just so likable. Uh, very good kid to be around. I'm telling you what, man, if you look at him and you look at his stature, you would never thought that he would get close to 1,400 yards in this conference. But, you know, he, he, he's a very hard worker. He leads by example. He doesn't say a lot. Uh, but, but really, as, as he goes, our offense goes. Uh, so I know that they're going to key on him this season. So we've got to be able to um, – develop something else offensively in order to, to, to keep things rolling. I mean, was the, I mean, what was the philosophy? Was the offense predicated basically or mainly on the run? Because even if I look at your quarterbacks, uh, your quarterback numbers, you had a couple of guys that played. You, you only threw 88 or attempted 88 passes. And if you look at the touchdown to interception ratio, 7 to 5 uh, touchdowns to interceptions, was it just more of a, of a running offense last year? It, it it was you know you you, you do different things it goes along you you quickly found out find out that uh, there are some things you just can't do uh, and with a receiving core that was that were all true freshmen um, and a quarterback that you know two quarterbacks actually that were just not consistent um, we just had a whole lot of issues throwing the football so we just decided as a staff we're going to build everything around the running game. And uh, once we decided to do that, you know, that, that was our offense. Yeah, what, what do you do? What, what does quarterback look like for you in 2020? Yeah, we have, uh, you know, we have both of those guys coming back in Desmond Hunter and, and Chancellor Johnson. And we've also, uh, we've also decided to bring in um, one transfer and one high school kid that, that will come in and compete for the job. It's an open competition right now, so – and that shows that he can lead this team. That that kid will be our day one starter. Yeah, who's the transfer kid? Uh, Eduardo Alvarez is a kid from the, uh, the California Junior College ranks uh, that we're real high on. Um, you know, he's a kid that honestly he, he steps on campus. Uh, he's in he's an imposing force, but hopefully he'll come in and, and he'll push the, the the other two guys up and you know raise that level of competition. Malik Hoskins again in his second season. As the head football coach of Lincoln of Missouri joins us here in the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Defensively, who are some of the folks or guys we can look out for on the defensive side of the football? Well, we have a, a defensive end by the name of uh, Michael Smith. Uh, he's going to be a junior out of Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, he's, he's a really good football player. Uh, again, another one of those kids that are, that's like Hosea. Uh, he doesn't say a lot. Uh, he just leads by example. Uh, you have Vontavia Stacker uh, at middle linebacker out of Memphis, Tennessee. He's also a going to be a junior on the field. Uh, he's more of an outspoken guy. Uh, he leads by, you know, what he says. And, you know, he's very infectious with his personality and the kids. Uh, they tend to follow him. So we're looking for big things from him. And then the secondary, uh, secondary I'm sorry, uh, Cody Alexander, who is a local kid 
um, who had two two uh, critical interceptions for us last year. One he took to the house. Uh, we look for big things from him as well. So defensively, um, you know, I know we we're at the bottom in Division Two football last year defensively, uh, but we do really do expect to have big jumps on that side of the ball. What is your what is your recruit like? How far out do you go recruiting? Uh, you mentioned the kid from Memphis, you know, right there in your home state of Kansas City. So sort of, where do you do you rec- you recruit more locally, nationally? What's your recruiting philosophy? Well, uh, let's let's go. I'm, we make no bones about it. We know where our talent is going to come from. It's really going to come from uh, you know. Well, let me say this: being from down south. Uh, I'm kind of partial to getting kids from uh, the SEC country, uh, Mississippi, Alabama, Tennessee, uh, Florida, places like that. Um, but you know what? Being up here in the Mid-South, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be dumb to think that we should not recruit local kids. So we, we, we hit the St. Louis area pretty tough. Uh, we hit the Kansas City area pretty tough. So we've, we've got a pretty good mixture. Uh, there's nowhere we're not going to go in order to recruit kids. If there's a player – uh, and we we feel like he's worth recruiting. I don't care where he is. We're going to go. Well, the you mentioned early on about the scholarships and somehow some of the other schools. Um, you know, as the as the quarters wore on again, you you mentioned the numbers. Um, they had more depth. I mean, have, have, were you able, or the administration, or the school as a whole, able to address that coming into two thousand twenty? Well, you know what, to 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 the to the institution's defense. Uh, we're still an HBCU. Uh, we're not like the PWIs where, you know, they got money to burn. We, we don't have that. Um, so right now, especially with COVID-19, we're, we're strapped for cash. Uh, so there, there is no increase in scholarship money. Uh, we're just having to, as a staff, uh, be very diligent and smart about how we're dividing up the, schol- the few scholarships that we do have. I think we've done a very good job in addressing uh, some of the needs and, and the holes that we need to fill. But, you know, we're not going to make excuses about it at all. Uh, we're going to put a good product on the field. Uh, we're going to get the kids to buy in and, and to play hard. Uh, the lack of scholarships should should not and will not be a reason that we, we don't compete. Yeah, I want to get your thoughts with all of where we are uh, with George Floyd um, and, and the, the, the subsequent protests um, you know, we're seeing a lot uh, of that across the country. We're seeing a lot of athletes and even more specifically student athletes that are really speaking up. Sort of what, what are you telling? What, what are some of the conversations you're having with some of your players? Well, the, the thing about it is uh, our team is, is, is comprised of whites and blacks. Uh, we've, we've got a good number of white kids on our staff and, you know, in our meetings, I, I talk about uh, some of my um, history being from down south and having to deal with racism. And, you know, me not being a very outspoken guy and I've been kind of quiet on social issues, I just, I just told them I, I, can be, I can no longer be quiet. I've got to speak out. I've got I've to educate them on, on what's going on because I just don't want them going out protesting and not knowing why they're protesting. I want, them, I want them to be smart. I want them to educate themselves. And then I want each other so there is an understanding that when we sit down and we have the hard conversation, you know, there, there, there's no animosity when we leave that meeting room. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm taking it slow. I'm being, I'm being careful on what I say and how I say it. 
but as soon as we get back on campus, uh, we're going to sit down and we're going to continue to have those hard conversations, and we're going to do it face-to-face. Right now we're having to do everything virtually. Uh, but I can't wait for us to get back because that's one of the things uh, that we're going to have to do because, again, we have, we have white kids and we have black kids. Uh, they get along very well, but we've got to educate ourselves and we have to educate each other in order, in order to su- survive and prosper and change some of the things that are going on. Have you had any players that have gone? Um, you know, uh, some of the kids down south, which, you know, it's, it's, you know, that's how, that's what they were, they, they were raised in, that, that type of culture. Um, so, yes, we've had some kids to go out in their respective town, towns and, and, and protest and go to rallies and stuff like that. And, again, my advice to them is just be careful. But first, you got to educate yourself and understand why you're protesting. And then once you protest and once you go out and you march and you rally, what's the plan? It's the right thing to do or, or because it's a fad or, or whatever. we got to understand why we're going out to protest. And then after we go out and protest and march, what's the plan? What, what are we going to do after that? We can't let it die. So what's the plan? And that's what I've been challenging them to do is, Come up with a plan. So when we come back on August 8th, when we report to camp, let's, let's put our ideas together and let's come up with a plan on how to change, one, our team, two, the university that we serve, and three, the community that we serve. Once we do that, do that, get out. Malik Hoskins is in his second season as the head football coach at Lincoln of Missouri. The Blue Tigers are set to open the season on at Foskins, we appreciate the time. Look forward to checking in on you and the Blue Tigers throughout the course of 2020. Well, I appreciate you having me, man. It's always a joy to uh, to be able to 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 have a platform to speak and talk about things that I feel like are important in in, in the game of life and of football. You got it, Coach Hoskins. That's going to wrap it up for today's HBCU football. Daily Podcast. Don't forget to tell a couple of friends about the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. You can download all of the podcasts on our website at BoxToRow.com. You can download or listen to them there. Also, you can listen to the podcasts at iHeartMedia as well as iTunes. Want you to have an absolutely wonderful weekend. And on Monday, we're going to take things to Richmond, Virginia and preview the Virginia Union Panthers. Have a great weekend.